0: God so loved the world that he, everybody knows this line. It's one of the most famous lines in the Bible, that God so loved the world that he gave his only son. And it's packed with meaning, just, as it, just by itself. It encourages and inspires so many people. But what happens when you put it in context to where it came from in the Bible? Uh, do you get more meaning out of it? Well, let's find out. Now this line came from a dialogue between Jesus and Nicodemus. I like Nicodemus, Nicodemus, uh, the, first, the first thing that comes out of Nicodemus's mouth is that we know, Jesus, that you are from God. That's a really good sign because that means that uh, Nicodemus believes in Jesus. Now you know throughout John's Gospel, people who do not believe in Jesus do not have that information. They don't know where he's from. That's why they don't believe. When you, believe, when you know that Jesus is from God, of course you're gonna listen to everything he says because he's from God. <laughs> of course you wanna listen. That's Nicodemus. Now, the other reason I like Nicodemus is because uh, he does has one of the most important jobs in the New Testament, and that is to bury Jesus. So if you want to have an empty tomb on Easter Sunday, you got to fill the tomb, and that's uh, Nicodemus' job. And Nicodemus does it in a very special way. He brings 100 pounds of myrrh. You know, check out my video on Easter Sunday, and you'll see we'll see more about what that what myrrh really means. But uh, myrrh is uh, the reason why he brings all of this uh, this uh, this ointment is, is is precisely because that he believes that Jesus is a king, and he wants to give him a royal burial, a hundred pounds of of this myrrh. But the thing is, is that he doesn't cover all of the burial cloth. He leaves the headpiece without the treatment, and we know that there's no resin. On this uh, on this cloth, because you're able to roll it up and put it to the side. If you put resin on it, be stiff as a board. You'd never be able to roll it up. So why does he do that? Why does he leave the opening an opening in the uh, in this cocoon that he that he makes with the with the resin? Well, because he believes that Jesus is God. He believes that he's king, but he also believes that he's God, uh, and that that and he believes that uh, eternal life is uh, is is uh, forever. And that death is not an end; it's not permanent; it's not closed in. That uh, that uh, that life that the death is is a door. It, it is an opening, and so he leaves that opening. This is this is part of his uh, wonderful faith. So of course I so I really like Nicodemus a lot, but in this first dialogue when he's talking to Jesus, Jesus is telling uh, Nicodemus some things, and Nicodemus is a learned scholar. He is uh, he's a Pharisee and he knows the scriptures, but he has not a clue of what Jesus is talking about. Jesus says to him, he says, "When you, you have to be born from above. And Nicodemus says, well, what are you talking about, we were born from above? Uh, do, do I have to go back into my mother's womb again <laughs> to be born again? And then uh, Jesus says, when I am lifted up, I'll draw everyone to myself. And Nicodemus says, what the heck is he talking about? And then he says, when God, loved, God so loved the world that he gave his only son. Again, he doesn't have a clue what that means. And then he says, uh, anybody that believes in me will have eternal life. Then Jesus, on top of all of these things that he, that Nicodemus doesn't understand, he had, Jesus gives him a little teaser. He kind, of, he, kind of, he kind of pokes him a little bit and says, Well, you're a teacher, aren't you? You're a Pharisee. You should know all this stuff. Why don't you know that? It's like saying to a cook, Don't you know how to boil water? <laughs> or a baseball player. Don't you know how to catch a ball? So Nicodemus is... Uh, is, is, got, is uh, Jesus has challenged Nicodemus in a way that oh, he's got to try to figure out what, what all this means. Can you mention him at night scratching his head, trying to say, what did he mean by that? What did he mean by uh, that he's going to be lifted up and he's going to draw everybody to himself? Can't figure it out until, until the day he goes to bury Jesus. Picture him under the cross, ready to take Jesus down. He looks up, he sees an inscription that is written in all the languages of the ancient world as if uh, all the people are going to be drawn to Jesus to be able to read this inscription. This is for everybody. Everybody is there. And so he understands now, it's at this moment that he understands, ah, when I am lifted up, I'm going to draw everybody to myself. It's at this moment when he looks up and he understands why God has sent his only son to us, that he loved us so much. And then he understands that, that, that when we believe in him, we're going to have eternal life. So all of these things come together. When I was really young, my father told me, uh, don't s- smoke. If you don't start, you'll never have to quit. <laughs> and I don't know, why was he telling me this sort of a little kid? I'm not going to smoke. Because he knew that someday I'm going to need that information. Someday I'm going to be surrounded by my friends. that are going to be handing me a cigarette, and I'm going to remember that line. I'm going to remember that line uh, that if I don't start, I'll never have to quit. And it didn't. It worked, and I, never, and I never picked up cigarettes because my father said that earlier on. This is the same thing that's going on here. Jesus knows he's not going to understand now, but he's going to need this information later on. He needs this information when he's gonna bury Jesus. The most important job of the New Testament to get him into the tomb so that he can show, so that God can have an empty tomb. And the most important uh, verse of all of scripture is, uh, God so loved the world, he gave us his only son. Why did he give us his only son? That's the question. And the answer is provided when Jesus dies on the cross so that we can be part of the family. In order to have eternal life, you've got to inherit it. That's the only way you get eternal life. You've got to inherit it. And the way you inherit it is because you have to become a child of God, and it's through believing. And Nicodemus is, is the model of a believer. So that's the beauty of this. So you can take a beautiful verse like that, and when you read it in context, it has so much more meaning. And so, uh, so that's, uh, that's our scripture uh, for today on Trinity Sunday. So enjoy Trinity Sunday. Enjoy uh, the wonderful God that we have and how much God really loves us.